0: Thank you for joining us today for Wandering in the Word, where we read and discuss the upcoming week's lectionary texts at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota.
1: This is Wandering in the Word for Sunday, October 9th. Welcome, everybody. Glad you're tuning in. We missed you last week, so...
0: Yeah, how did that extra- happen?
1: I don't Let's blame melissa yeah she took a day off when we might have <gasps> oh, otherwise recorded this take
0: vacation couldn't Golly. be flexible
1: at all let's also blame Hostfest because there were a few so, things going yeah, on it was intentional around here. yeah mm-hmm. but, we're giving yeah. you a break as the viewer yes. mm-hmm. slash listener
0: it was all things scandinavian scandemonium pierce <laughs> so um yeah but we're back at it this week um yeah for we're into october now if it's getting cold out leaves are changing <laughs> pumpkin spice is in the air oh, and it um been. it has been in the air for a while but uh
1: <laughs> now it's justified now it it's
0: justified hours. yes um yeah so it is it's good to be back so mm-hmm. why don't we jump into it here somebody want to read luke our gospel reading for the ninth
2: i can uh luke uh chapter 17 verses 11 through 19 He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise Praise to you,
2: you, O Christ. Wow.
1: Okay. It's a kind of a nice brief little vignette here. Kind yes. of a happy story <clears throat> for the most part, I think.
0: For the yeah, I mean, you know, there's ten people who are suffering and they cry out to Jesus and they're on their way. They're healed of their leprosy, which you know we don't fully know what that means exactly. We know what leprosy is now, but whether that's exactly what they were talking about or just these guys had something wrong. Yeah,
1: Some Some, skin, something going something. on with their something
0: skin. going on. Yeah. Um, not good. They were probably kind of outcast from their society. You know, it even says here that they called out to Jesus, keeping their distance. Yes. You know, because they knew the rules; they couldn't get too close. Um, and Jesus seems to have mercy on them and tells them all ten of them to go, and and they do.
1: <laughs> Which is good. You, when Jesus tells you to do something, it's good if you do it. Yeah,
0: except the one guy. Who, got, who did what he was supposed to, and then he turned around breaker. Yeah. and kind of didn't do what Jesus said. But then he's the one, obviously, that Jesus commends, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I always find that interesting because you know the other nine are kind of made out to be <laughs> ungrateful, ungrateful. Yeah. brats or whatever. But it's like, well,
1: <laughs> so entitled.
0: Well, I mean, but they, they did what Jesus told them to do. Like yes. they were following the rules. They were doing the the thing that they were they needed to do, and they kind of are the not the ideal person of the story
1: (laughs) yeah but what's interesting about this this one guy and maybe what's different about him among the ten we don't really know they're they're hanging out in this region between samaria and galilee Whether or not there's like a 50-50 split between Samaritans and Galileans, who knows. But we know that this this one guy in particular is a Samaritan. And so he goes from being a leper at the beginning of the story, which is not an identity that anyone wants to have, um, to being, you know, this foreigner at, at the end. And so I just, I am kind of struck by that that sort of identity piece like instead of being a leper and like a regular guy he still has this sort of distinction about him that you know Jesus is not gonna cure
0: yeah kind of these identity pieces Mm -hmm. he has three different identities he's a leper he's a Samaritan and then similar to that he's a foreigner yeah Um, and at the end I guess you could say he kind of has a new identity as like a healed person (laughs) Um, but we aren't explicitly told that, Mm um, Samaritan though, you know, I mean, that's, we think of like the good Samaritan story, Samaritans, you know, were kind of outcasts who didn't worship it it the right way, according Mm -hmm. to the Pharisees and everyone, they kind of were outcasts, outsiders of sorts. Um, and so again, you know, as Jesus does, this is the, the one guy who gets it right is the, the least likely Mm-hmm. to get it right you know mm-hmm. that we would assume would not get it right because they have all these things stacked against him he is the one that turns and falls at jesus feet and gives him thanks um and that's it's beautiful it's lovely yeah um, i kept thinking a little bit you know I, how often do i intentionally like stop what i'm doing and then like give thanks to god for the good things that i have right like not as often as I probably should. And I feel like that's kind of, I, I kind of feel like one of the other nine then. Hmm. You know, I'm just going off doing the, doing the things. Here's what I'm supposed to do. Don't get in the way of my routine and don't detract me from my to-do list that I, I need to do. But this guy, who's the this, one, this foreigner is the one that like bucks all of that and goes, no, I need to give thanks right now. Mm-hmm. And falls at Jesus' feet, humbles himself and says, thank you. You know, I think that might have some lessons for us (laughs) Um, today.
1: Kind of taking that one step further maybe, or slightly different angle, is um, what what would it take for you Mm. to Mm. be stopped kind of in your tracks and like amazed and turn and worship God and, and give thanks? You know, I think about people who... Where had like uh, a near miss in a car crash or something, where like they narrowly avoided death. Then it's easy to to be like, praise God, you know what what grace, what a gift. Um, I'm here, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you know at what at what point in the sort of the levels of miraculous (laughs) are we just do we just sort of take it for granted, Mm -hmm. and and what what is the point where we might actually be stopped right where we are. Hmm. and inspired to give thanks
0: yeah i think it kind of lends itself i mean in some way it's a practice
1: mm.
0: you know you kind of have to in- be intentional about it i mean and, you know i think back to like you know praying at dinners or at meals is like an intentional pause how often we might you know literally fall at jesus feet and just be like thank <laughs> you yeah. for this hamburger i'm so <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know I, I, if uh,
1: it was wagyu beef or whatever i mean
0: yeah that's bacon kidding. on it maybe <laughs> but uh but you know i mean like that you know, we even practices can become rote mm-hmm.
2: right
0: but they are kind of built in intentionally to try to help us be grateful you know I will admit so I was thinking about this text so this is a little bit of cheating because I don't normally do this but I was um cleaning out my garden last night
1: that is cheating
0: and uh well not to the cheating part yet <laughs> okay. but i got i was thinking about this <laughs> I was thinking about this text um, i was cleaning out my tomatoes because you know we're supposed to freeze here in a couple days and um i was like i was thinking about like stopping and giving thanks and um a friend from seminary came to mind who's a hunter
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: he uh i remember him telling me once that every every deer he's ever shot and like is he called harvested Mm -hmm. um he had like a little blessing that he would do like Mm -hmm. kind of almost like a native american kind of thank you for your sacrifice god thank you for this meat Mm -hmm. that will feed my family a, a practice that he did to the to, to kind of um the show was gratitude not just to god but to the the deer you know and so I was, I was i thought about that with my tomato plants as i was having to pull them out it was really sad because yeah. i mean like I've, you know, I've watched these little things grow up since <laughs> since you know since, may. since like the end of may and they yeah. they've given me like i don't know how many pounds of tomatoes and to be like Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is great. I made chili with it last night. Delicious. Um,
1: what, you didn't bring us any?
0: <laughs> I do have some, that's my lunch. <laughs> but um, but I, thinking about this, because I was thinking about intentional gratitude, mm-hmm. as I was saying, I'm like, yeah, I should like, so I kind of like stopped for a minute. I was like, thank you tomato plants mm-hmm. for all these lovely different tomatoes that you've given me. Um, that's the cheating part. Was mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about this, I, had, I don't I hadn't done that before. But it is, I mean, but it kind of like makes you see things a little differently. You mm-hmm. know, um, it wasn't just, all right, I got to get these in and clean them. It's like, pause for a minute. Thank you. This is wonderful. Um,
2: that's a very Marie Kondo thing. Remember when oh, everyone really? was Marie Kondoing their house oh, yes. and tidying? You are seeing what sparked to, joy. Yeah, you're oh, supposed to thank the items that you were getting rid of, thank them for their, that's right. yeah. I forgot their about service that. in your house or whatever, and oh, my. send them off to their next adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: But I will say, like, I mean, even, like, I kind of had a smile on my face. You know, just kind of, like, mm-hmm. this feels kind of silly. But at the same time, I was like, this is actually, what would if I, I, have, I am thankful mm-hmm. for my garden. Like, it's fun. It's a source of joy for me. And when I can pause and be, like, kind of let that gratitude percolate up into my mind, it, uh, the rest of the night was lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is um, changing. And I think of the last line that we have here. Jesus says, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. And, um, you know, not healed you, but like mm. well is kind of like a ho- more of a holistic
1: Because mm. he had already notion. been healed. He'd already
0: been those. healed. Yeah,
1: this is a new thing.
0: Um, but, you know, like it gets you well. Like you, well, like the reading from a couple weeks ago where you'll take hold of the life that really is life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus says, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. And it's like, you know, that, there is more to it than just like a physical healing or a miracle or yeah. things. Like, can we be grateful Every day, mm-hmm. you know, um, being content with whatever the circumstances are. That's hard.
1: That is hard, but I do think that it leads to that sort of way of being or way of life where you find, like, wholeness. Like, satisfaction yeah. and contentment and, you know, like you said, after practicing gratitude, it, it changed you. I yeah. mean, it is a reorientation when we can sort of let that gratitude kind of guide us reorienting this guy he literally turned back yeah to face jesus yeah. and uh, yeah for for us to to keep turning toward god in gratitude i think could could reorient us in some radical ways
0: yeah or, i mean like marie kondo yeah <laughs> can we give thanks for for this pen that we have and I'm not going to throw it in the garbage yet. It's not done. But it is a reorienting in a different different way. So, well, we have an interesting story in the Old Testament as a segue that is a guy that takes his healing a little differently, I guess, especially in the beginning. Um, Yeah.
1: This is like a very emotionally charged story, so (laughs) it kind of makes me chuckle. But this is from (laughs) 2 Kings, the fifth chapter, uh, verses 1 through 3 and then 7 through 15. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Aram, was a great man and in high favor with his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Aram. The man, though a mighty warrior, suffered from leprosy. Now the Arameans on one of their raids had taken a young girl captive from the land of Israel and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my Lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to give death or life? That this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Just look and see how he's trying to pick a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent a message to the king. Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come to me that he may learn that there's a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and halted at the entrance of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, go wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh shall be restored and you shall be clean. But Naaman became angry and went away saying, I thought that for me, he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God and would wave his hand over the spot and cure the leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? He turned and went away in a rage. But his servants approached him and said to him, Father, if the prophet had commanded you to do something difficult, would you not have done it? How much more when all he said to you was, wash and be clean? So he went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God, his flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company. He came and stood before him and said, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. Yes, Naaman, we often use this story with baptism. Mm I feel like
1: washed and made clean.
0: Washed and made clean. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it is kind of a nice image of baptism. On the yeah, wash and be made clean. Mm-hmm. But this guy's kind of a uh, angry fellow.
1: <laughs>
0: Cocky, arrogant.
1: <laughs> he brings fellow? a lot of drama with him. He mm-hmm. he expects drama, kind of to sort of. Yeah.
0: A bit of a diva he Met
1: with that and yeah. yeah oh gosh i thought i would get this huge spectacular healing worthy of my status
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and the prophet didn't even come out to meet him he just like, sent someone with a message that part was kind of funny like, that is kind of funny he, yeah, yeah. you could have at least dignified him by saying hi but
0: <laughs> he couldn't be bothered he was reading a good book or something you know
1: <laughs> yeah it is kind um. of funny these verses we skipped in here it, it does make a jump between I don't know what exactly is in verses 4, 5, and 6, but obviously there's a letter that is sent from um, Aram to the king of Israel saying like, hey, we have this sick guy, can you can you heal him? And that yeah. is what causes the king of Israel to just tear his clothes <laughs> apart and be like, oh no, they're trying to go to war with us because I can't cure leprosy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I can kind of understand the king's, you know, uh, fear i guess right like yeah. yeah i'm gonna send you my powerful army they're all gonna be at the gates and you just heal this guy and everything's fine <laughs> yeah and it's like no. oh, but i can't do that <laughs> you know right. um but elisha kind of steps and is like
1: eh, pff, calm down chill out yeah
0: just send him to me and then yeah, to like I mean, Naaman obviously gets taken down a few pegs yeah. by not even having Elisha come out. You know, I'm, I'm sure he imagined it was going to be some kind of like holy moment, and right. mm-hmm. you know, he'd have some magic potion or make him do. Well, oh, and
1: there'd be fanfare and trumpets. yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, even like his uh, servants are like, well, you know, if, if he would have asked you to like climb this holy mountain and stay there for forty nights,
1: <laughs> yeah. or
0: something like you would have done it, yeah. You know? um, but it said he said go wash in the Mouse River, <laughs> yeah. You know, Just, just in, down the street. Just down the street and do it seven times. And, um, yeah. Because so we get a lot of, like, I mean, Naaman is, he becomes angry. And it yeah. goes away in a rage. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, like, he must not have been, like, maybe. I mean, his servants kind of push all that aside and, like, talk to him. Talk mm-hmm. him out of it a little bit. Which is interesting. If yeah. he didn't like the guy, he'd been like you know <laughs> yeah
2: fine, <laughs> Stay that way. fine, Stay fine. Be, be
1: dumb
0: <clears throat> you know but um
1: huh yeah and it's not only his servants that sort of helped this happen but it was a little servant girl um an mm-hmm. israelite at the beginning that even mentions the possibility
2: yeah that naaman
1: might be healed because we don't know like how long he's had leprosy but obviously he's had it for a while because he's mm-hmm. been busy fighting this war and
0: yeah. And, and like in this story, I mean, you know, we have the, um, we can kind of maybe see faith in the 10 lepers because they do what Jesus says and they go and do it. And here the guy does what Elisha says, but like reluctantly yeah. <laughs> kind yeah. of, he's like, fine, I'll go wash in the river. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: not exactly what we would interpret as a faithful response right. or even, you know, uh, he didn't believe in the God of Israel. He had his mm-hmm. own gods. Um, but the last line then you know i know that there is no god in all the earth except in israel and then the the next couple of verses that come after we're told like he, he loads up some uh carts with dirt from from the soil <laughs> to take with him so that he can have soil from from god's people to pray on to god of to the, to the god of israel which is kind of interesting yeah. he takes a souvenir of dirt <laughs> to make like a
1: it says a holy prayer. land his holy land, land um People do that today. Mm-hmm. True. Maybe he, like rocks or or the holy water. Water from the Jordan
2: River.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I and mean, if we're talking yeah, going to Israel nowadays is like kind of a commercial enterprise, you know, to go see the land of it's like Jesus Disneyland. Yes,
1: yeah, so I thought that was very <clears> irreverent and also very true. <laughs>
0: I have never been there, so I cannot speak to that, but...
1: It's not um, its not quite Disneyland, but you do get the sense that, like, yeah, this is very commercial. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we, we do want reminders of some special place. I mean, I have a jar of sand from the beach on mm-hmm. my desk from the first date that Denise and I went on. So, like, I don't think it's holy or anything, but it's, like, it, it's a fun <laughs> reminder, you know. Mm-hmm. It's something cool. Um, uh, yeah, but... I don't know. Well, so we've got the story of Naaman, and we've got the the leper who is cured.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's interesting too, when I think about Jesus healing lepers. I always imagine him touching them, which would have made everyone just yeah. gasp. Yeah. And um, God heals Naaman through water, and um, Jesus heals these lepers by just being like, just calling out to him across the distance. Yeah. Go
0: over there, and you'll yeah. be.
1: Show yourselves to the priests. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, thank you.: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that happened. Could you imagine be like, "Just go show yourself to the priest." and you'd be like, yep
1: yeah. OK. Yeah. We'll, we'll
0: go do like, mm-hmm. That would be weird. Like, uh, why are we going to do this? But yeah. in the and process. As we're...
1: they're going, I just can see like how Hollywood would do this. They'd be running across <laughs> the desert, and as they're going, like their, their sores and scales just yes. sort of vanish. It would be really
0: gross if they just fell off on the ground.
1: Well, that's true.
0: Yeah, I, I like the vanish one bit. <laughs> or
1: just wash away in the river, in Naaman's case. I do yeah. think that would be very <clears throat> strange. If he really did come out of the water with the skin of a young boy, like on maybe this guy who is, you know, our age, that would look
0: weird. That would be weird. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, I mean, what if he was like a hairy fellow... and then he like came out of the water and you know all of his hair
1: he's just like shiny and shiny and
0: anyways we are really taking the story to Uh new levels i feel like but um uh any uh closing thoughts on these two stories that we have okay well hopefully we don't have any of these images in our mind while we read this scripture for this coming sunday Um, we
1: will (laughs) we will
0: (laughs) Well, uh, thank you everyone for joining us today for our Wandering in the Word for Sunday, October 9th, 2022. Uh, We're glad you could join us for Melissa, Pastor Brandy, and myself, Pastor Ellery. We will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for another Wandering in the Word podcast here at First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota.